The college experience on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by my bookie sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP 50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play win get paid over at mybookie.ag. The college experience is also brought to you by odd shark. Head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as betting stats and trends you won't find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at oddshark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. At the college experience. I'm getting loud over here, Pat. I'm getting loud because I'm excited. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What are you excited about, Colby? That we are finally here, man. The dog days of summer are done. I had to put in, no pun intended, with with with, with my dog all over your elbow right now. Hey, buddy. But uh oh man, dude, I just had some, you know, I just remember watching the spring games of Nebraska and Florida and being like and I have like five more months. Just you know, eternity. what am I gonna do? That's right. What am I gonna road. do? But we are here, folks. We are here. This is the college experience, and it wouldn't be the college experience without your two hosts, me, Colby Dant, aka the Dantabase, and my right hand man, my uh, my what's another tandem? My Batman to my ra- Robin. <laughs> I did Starskin Hutch. I got, I'm trying to work on this. <laughs> All right. My uh, my Daryl Strawberry to his Doc Gooden or something. I don't my know where I'm going. My big cock to your little oh, balls. Oh, Jesus. That's weird. Jesus. Uh, Just getting mad. Awkward. <laughs> but he's talking big cocks. Because you know, it's a college experience <laughs> thing. Right? It's a college experience thing. We are the college experience. What do you do? You bong beers? You, you, you find broads? And hopefully uh, you don't have my dog bothering you like I am right now. But you take him down to Plowtown. And boom. Just like we're about to do to Colby's dog. Exactly. Wow. We're getting wow. real off the rails right off the uh, bat. Uh, Peter's going to call me tomorrow, <laughs> damn it. All right, we are here. This is the College Experience. Thank you for tuning in. But I actually didn't introduce you. Former. Former. James Madison defensive back. My right-hand man. Give it up for Patty C. In the place to be. hi we are here, buddy. Here we, we are. We are here. The last it's, few moments. Oh man, I'm I'm less than 24 hours away. I'm dancing. I'll be honest. I'm yeah. dancing. The, I'm like Tom Cruise in Risky Business. Just you know what I mean? Running yeah. around dancing. Sliding in your socks. That's what I'm talking about. Some say I'm that I'm that beautiful too. Some. His mom. <laughs> that's about it. Uh, my mom hates Tom Cruise, by the way. She's a, that's a good woman right there. That is a good woman. That's that's a good test, right? Yep. With exception to a few movies. All right, so check this out. We're finally here, man. We're finally here. We're going to do our picks and uh, and really, you know, go through our top locks of the week. But our main thing and why we created the college experience was to, uh, to really ask last year and the years pri- uh, previous, we got a lot of tweets, and we couldn't cover all the games at once on, on the show that I'm on with Sean and Ryan on the Sports Gambling Podcast. So that's why we created... 
the college experience, which is available at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on iTunes. If you look us up on Twitter, it's at the SGP Network. And we, well, we bring you everything. So that means any Twitter question you tweet me, I will answer. And I got a lot of them. So we're going to start right there, Pat. We're not going to dive into our picks till later. We're going to save that and make you go through the gauntlet of people in the world tweeting at us. All right? And some excellent questions have come our way, I must say. And we will, I agree. Some very good questions. Starting off at Ryan underscore Neuendorf. Will the highest scoring team in the nation bring enough to cover against Boston College? What he's saying here is week zero, the UMass Minutemen <laughs> dropped a nice 60-some points on Duquesne. They're the number one offense in the country, Pat. <laughs> and this is probably the only time they'll their ever existence. be able to make that claim. Uh, so, <laughs> my dog is sneezing. Because Colby just gave him... <laughs> I knocked him out of the gave way. Gave a little punishment yeah. for his shenanigans. <laughs> he tried to bite my hand right now. <laughs> Something like uh, that. Well, that's a great question. The spread is at 18, Pat. Mm. UMass, I projected both these teams to have big years. I projected both of them on the over. Very true. But I am really high on this Boston College team. And I know you, you're, you're, you're pretty much like my brother of the opinion that Boston College can't blow anybody out. That's right. They could play your high school. That's right. They would not blow them out. Especially a team that just hung 66. What's the spread at for this game? Well, it was at 18 yesterday at the moment, because all these lines have moved heavily. Heavily. Jumping all over the place. At the moment. Let me pull this thing Well, let me tell you what. If it's at 18, I'm not even sure Boston College can score 18. So, uh... I'm going to take UMass to cover. A little in-state rivalry. You better believe it. Still at 18. It's still at 18. Okay. So, therefore, you're going UMass to cover. Me, I'm bullish on my Boston College Golden War Eagles. That's right. All right. I think you're drinking the Kool-Aid. I think you're drinking the Golden Kool-Aid. Offensive line is going to be too massive. They're going to control the clock. And I think they cover. I got them winning this one about, let's say, 38 to 14. Look, they can slam the ball down UMass's throat all they want, do a little Wisconsin action. They can play great great defense, but they're not like Wisconsin in the way they play defense, not even close. You go against a team that can put up 66, they're going to keep that game a little closer than 18. Unless you can score with them, which Boston they College can't. I mean, UMass almost beat Tennessee in Knoxville last year. There I like go. this team. However, I'm bullish on Boston College. I'm bullish on UMass. Something's got to give. I'm favoring Boston College you more. Boston, you think A.J. Dillon is just going to run buck wild, control the clock? I do. And their defense is a little more stout than Duquesne. Yeah, a little so, bit. So so uh, <laughs> I got them covering that one. We're split on that one, but uh, that's, a, that's a good Twitter question from uh, Ryan. And uh, moving along, coming in from at Set the Edge Tips, Am I crazy or sane to take the over on 55 points in the Wake Forest Tulane game? 
Yes, yes I think you are. are. The last time this these teams played, granted, it was uh, two years ago, and I think it was Fritz's first first year coaching. It was seven to three. <laughs> right. The final score. <laughs> uh, look, I know that the offense, that was the first time implementing the triple option, so I think they're much more efficient at it. I expect much more scoring than that, but uh, over 55, no. I got this as like a 21-17 game. Yeah, I came off the top of my head yeah. earlier, and I, was, I said 17-14, I want to say. Yeah. I don't think you get anywhere close to 55. So, so I would not touch that. Um, hopefully you haven't already. Crack that beer, Patsy. Hey. There we go. This it wouldn't be the college experience without it, right? That's right. What are we doing this week, buddy? We're staying Mexican. We're we, I feel like 90% of the time we do this, we drink Mexican. No IPAs or anything. And I love IPAs, too. You know, but we keep it light. Pacificos. This craft shit we'll get to in the fall. We're going to change it up, get you some, yeah. like... While it's still summer, we're two blocks and, from the beach. You know. Trying to show off that big slinging... I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, we're close enough to Mexico, we're just pretending, so... Exactly. It used to be Mexico, but... Win in Rome. Uh, okay, moving along here. Mike! Nucci at Mike Nucci says, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Nucci, Nucci, Nucci gotta be Nucci. Uh, please break down the Florida Atlantic and Oklahoma game. Florida Atlantic is at Oklahoma in Norman. Uh, break it down. I mean, look, Lane Kiffin is really, this is his first really big game. I mean, look, last year they had a great season, but they didn't play any heavyweights. This is this is the heavyweight. This is where you see That's right. what everything's about here. And uh I think I mean I think actually we do differ on this, Pat. I went yeah. just because I'm unsure of uh Kyler Murray and how efficient he'll be at quarterback. I if the spread's at twenty one. I got them covering, but I, I don't like it. I don't like betting this game. Yeah. I had to pick it. I'm like, that's too many points for a team that first off, I think they're starting an Oklahoma transfer at quarterback at Florida Atlantic. Uh, they got, they got talent like that on their roster. These transfers from Pitt, yeah. transfers from Alabama. So, so my thing is like the running back. Yeah. Singletary, Devin Singletary is an absolutely, he's a beast. One of the better running backs in the nation. If you get a chance to check him out, but also Rodney Anderson at Oklahoma, hell of a good running back. Well, so, Oklahoma is just a, a cover that never seems to even lose the yeah. first piece out of it. You know? And they hardly ever lose in Norman. I mean, the, the one shocking thing from Lincoln Riley's first year was that Iowa state won in Norman. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I'll tell you, like I said, I, I went with Florida Atlantic plus the points. Maybe a garbage touchdown puts them over, but I don't like it. And I don't like ever taking the road team in Norman to tell you the truth. That's, you know, you would be backed by history with that kind of uh, thought process. But you, you took, you, I yeah. do think that Oklahoma is just going to whip that ass. And I think that. Lane Kiffin, like you said, is going to find out what big boy football, well, not that he hasn't seen it before, but I think he's going to find out that Florida Atlantic just was, what, a... Yeah. How many wins did they have the year before he got there? They were struggling. Oh, no, they were, they were, they were something terrible. Yeah, they were no, like you, you, two or three wins or something. He won 10 last year. You he's don't, done wonders. Right. He did a great job in, you know, beating up on a shit conference a little bit. Now you're stepping up and you're playing a team that really might have been the best team in the country last year. Yeah, twenty-one points at their place, which is a fucking uh, hellhole. Um, that's I don't think see that happen. I think Oklahoma Kyler Murray has probably at least the talent level of Mayfield. Whether he has got the intangibles, who knows? But then you throw in Rodney Anderson, everything else. Oklahoma is going to roll. 
There we go. You heard it here. We're split on the, on a bunch of these games, but like I said, this is week one guys. This is uh, we're answering Twitter questions. You can tweet us at, I'm at the Colby D he is at Patty C eight, three, one. And uh, you can also find us at the SGP network. This is the college experience and uh, we're moving along. We got a lot of Twitter questions. I'm excited to answer these. Mike from Youngstown at I like cool shit. Basically, it's an underscore where where the I would be. So I'm still just gonna say shit. There you go. Uh, how high of a line do I have to buy up the Longhorns of Texas? Uh, okay. So what he's saying essentially is this was a ten point spread a couple weeks ago, if not a week or two ago. But after the scandal and everything, it jumped up to thirteen. When I wrote the the spreadsheet yesterday or two days ago, it was at thirteen. And now I believe it's at 14. And I would not be surprised if this jumped to 17. Because of the uncertainty at Maryland, Durkin's not coaching. Matt Canada is the interim OC. The money is probably going to come in heavily on Texas as a revenge game from last year. Uh, I would stop pretty much at 14, I think. Yeah. I think 17. I mean, look, I think there's a great chance Texas blows them out. But I still think Maryland's talented enough. I just wonder where the focus is. If you're telling me I'm getting 17 points, it's a home game for Maryland. I I think I would. I think I stop at 14. I think. Right. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, you talk about a team that beat Texas last year. Yeah. What has Texas done demonstrably better? You know, late in the season last year. I mean, they they got better. Yeah. But and, and they were starting a freshman quarterback. He's back. He's a sophomore. But uh, maybe 15. Maybe 15. I would still take right. Texas. That but, was in yeah. Texas last year. Yeah. You know this yeah. is this reminds me of when uh, Ohio State lost to Virginia, a six and six Virginia Tech team at home, and then you know had a great rest of the season, but then opened the next year with basically the same players against Virginia Tech, same players in Blacksburg as 21 points favorites. They lost by 14 the year yeah. before. It's like, yo, you think that big of a swing is going to happen with basically the same coaches and same players? Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, Durkin. Being gone Durkin, obviously yeah, big, and true. Canada was not there last year. That's true. Uh, both both factors for sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'd say fourteen, maybe fifteen. Maybe you can talk me into fifteen. But you get to sixteen, seventeen. I I don't know that I'm on board. Yeah, I think that sounds fair. Okay, next up, Chase at Chase. Wow, look at this guy at, at Chase eight two zero five one two five seven. Sounds like that what Rolling Stone song, doesn't it? <laughs> Is that the Stones? I'm thinking. I'm the only one that's coming to mind is eight six seven five three zero nine. That's not the Stones, right? It might be a Stones. I, I think I thought I it was the Stones. Right? You're you're a little more in the classical okay. music, so I am. I, I do do classic some classical music. I hope I'm right on this. Uh, does Auburn cover Week One against Washington, or is this a stay away game? Uh, I will answer this for myself. Uh, or actually, Pat, you go first. Um, this is gonna be a damn good game. I can't wait for this. It's my number one rated game. I don't know if you guys have gotten a chance to go over to the sports gambling podcast.com. I rated all 86 games this weekend in order of viewing and the best game to check out. And my number one rated game was Auburn, Washington. So, and I think without a doubt that has the biggest implications on the upcoming season. I would say, um, no, they do not cover As a matter of fact, I'm fairly confident that Washington is going to win this game straight up. The spread is what? Two and a half? Auburn's favored by two and a half. Auburn, yeah. Auburn favored by two and a half. Look, Stidham's an amazing quarterback. You know, Malzahn's a great coach. But you're playing against a Peterson, a coach in yeah. Peterson, that with that much time to prepare is an animal. I also have Washington winning that flat out. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, just too many times at Boise, they went down yeah. and beat whether up. Whether it was Virginia Tech, whether it was Oklahoma, whether it was uh, Georgia, they right. beat Georgia. I mean, they, same stadium. They, yeah, they've done a bunch of the TCU. They beat. Right. Uh, yeah, uh, Oregon. You know what I mean? Like I could keep naming teams that that he put up great performances against. I, I I'm just so high on Peterson, and I'm also so high on this team. I know that Stidham's back, but everyone on Washington, the whole defense for the most part is back. They got the best secondary in the country, dude. Which I think Stidham is going to struggle against that secondary. Yeah. Uh, so I I, I do think uh, I I just think Washington's the better team right now. Washington, well, you'll hear it here, is going to finish the regular season the number one team in the country. They're going to go thirteen and zero, and it's going to start with a close win against Auburn in Atlanta. And you don't have Alabama going thirteen and zero. I do not. Okay. Uh, that's going to help. See, we got this label as Pac-10 or Pac-12 uh, biased, which is hilarious considering all of us, me, you, Sean, and and uh, Ryan grew up on the East Coast. Ryan has USC in the national championship game, which I laughed at. I, I laugh at that too. But that's how we get a Pac-12 biased. <laughs> right. Well, is, yeah. Is, is when you, when, he's done that two years in a row, might I add. Wow. <laughs> so he's not even a USC fan. I don't even understand it. He's just doubling down on his, uh, on his bet. Right. Just starting a freshman quarterback. And he's just surrounded know. by too many USC. Yeah, I don't know what there. the hell he's thinking. But I'll say this, man. I try to look at it fairly. Uh, I just think Washington's a damn good team. And if Chris Peterson was coaching Baylor, I'd feel the same way about this. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, okay, moving along. Boom, boom, cannon at Cannonballs 23. Sounds like a porno flick. Check out Boom, Boom, Cannon 3 starring uh, <laughs> uh, Little John Silver. I don't fucking know. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Can, uh, can you do an in-depth breakdown from an obje- objective point of view of Michigan, Nebraska, or Michigan, Nebraska, Michigan, Notre Dame? I don't want to hear no anti-Irish bullshout bullshit uh, out of you this week, Colby. And then he called me a shitbird. Well, <laughs> accurate. I do, I do actually appreciate any time you use the word shitbird. <laughs> so if, if I'm being referred to as a shitbird, I, I, you know what? I take that as a compliment. There you go. <laughs> and uh, let, look, my feelings and Pat, once again, we're going to differ. I'm glad we finally agreed on one with the Auburn game, but I think Notre Dame is overrated almost every year well, in its yeah, whole existence. True. And I also feel like uh, Brian Kelly's a bit overrated against physical teams. Mm. I would have agreed with you. Up until last year. Okay, last year. But he also lost their defensive coordinator. They also lost a lot of their offensive line. And there's some questions still with Wimbush at QB. Yes. So to me, there's All a true. lot of red flags. And, Certainly. And I still think Notre Dame will be a solid team this year. I, but I think Michigan returns that defense, which I am going to go ahead and say will be the best defense in the country this year. Hey, uh, it's not too much of a stretch to think yeah. so. You know, and uh, Shea Patterson to me is a difference maker, and I think Michigan is uh, just the better team right now. And I think that physical identity against Notre Dame is going to really, really, you know, just as the game prolongs, going to wear them down, and Michigan's going to win this game. It's going to be an ugly win for Michigan, but I'm saying I got Michigan winning it like that. I know Pat differs. Uh, please take the floor, Pat. If, well, you know. listen, Michigan. I have been saying for years to our uh, much hated. Um, Ohio State friend Mickey, we love you, Mickey, but um, we hate Ohio State. Um, the Wolverines are a quarterback away from national championship contention. Shea Patterson, proven talent. I remember yeah. seeing him in the uh, what Under Armour All American game a few years back, and just saying, "Holy what shit!" What I like about him is his ability to stretch plays and make something out of nothing. 
And that's why I'm so bullish on Michigan this year is I feel like their offense needed that exact Exactly. (laughs) They had a liability, actually. You hung onto the ball too long, you're like, oh, God. This is going to be an interception or a terrible decision, right? Right. Uh, Well, Shea Patterson, if, if, you know, his first and second looks are covered there, He's going to buy time. He might run for a 20-yard first down. Yeah. Or he might just dance around for a little He's bit, and that receiver that will be open. Yeah. Or that running back will get done blocking and come out, and he'll flick it over to him and pick up a 12-yard gain, and I think it's gigantic for the oh, offense. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's got Baker Mayfield written all over him, and you know that offense is night and day with that kind of talent running the show. So... Certainly the upside for Michigan is very, very high. If he pans out. Now, the one thing about Michigan's offense that I noticed last year, when they would run the ball to tie Isaac, you know, and actually have some speed and power running the ball behind that power offense, then it would work. But they kept giving it to that scat back uh, Higdon, I want to say. And uh, you know, he get little arm tackles in the backfield. It's like, yo, know what you're doing Harbaugh. And then you have a quarterback that really can't, make plays by himself, you know, that offense just stalled out. But, way but why much. do you like Notre Dame then? I like Notre Dame because uh, contrary, I mean, I do agree they lost two top offense linemen, but Notre Dame's the type of team that is going to reload at offensive linemen in the Stanford, Wisconsin, kind of Michigan mold, you know. Then um, I think their defense, they return a ton of uh, talent there. I think both quarterbacks, I think they have a, a very viable backup in Ian Book, in the good book. <laughs> and uh, hey, and uh, but Brandon Wimbush, uh, especially in a uh, Brian Kelly system, if he can develop like they said he has throughout the spring, has that kind of Heisman potential, you know, or at least all conference if they were in a conference. Um, and so I think Notre Dame is just a, a little safer of a bet in terms of like their product right now, cause, just because there's so many question marks with Michigan's offense, and I think. That being at home, there's just something, something magical about Notre Dame and Michigan Week One in South Bend. Notre Dame by a point or two. All right, all right, you heard it here. Uh, that's what we do. We 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 forecast whatever. I I like we've been different on a lot of these picks. Yeah, but I can tell you what we're not different on. And the college experience on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by my bookie. So you can sign up over at mybookie.ag and use the promo code SGP50 to claim your 50% deposit bonus today. Play, you win, you get paid over at mybookie.ag. Come on, guys, just use it. And now it's time to cash in right now. Exactly. You're getting the hot picks. Are you going to side with me? Are you going to side with with, with, with some JMU trash over here? (laughs) All right. Moving along, we like I said, we got a lot of these Twitter questions. We're going to go through and answer every single one of these because I don't give a shit. All right, Lay the Hook says, Since he will not only cover the 16 points, but they will push in UCLA's shit for a second, st- for a straight up win. I'm sorry. So it's not even a question. He just is staying, saying that. Uh, I I think I, I went with Cincinnati in the points. I don't think they're going to win the game. I think Chip Kelly's got enough magic just to get the Bruins the win. But I do expect a dogfight. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I heard Luke Fickle talking positively about his team in year two. Show me something. I'm buying in. I'm buying in. Show me fucking something, Luke. UCLA just lost their linebacker for the year. They're one of their better linebackers. Team's got no experience. Team speed, for Christ's sakes. (laughs) They they probably do have a flea or two on that (laughs) roster. But uh, okay, okay, so so. You got UCLA covering this. Yeah, we disagree again. Here wow. we go. Wow. 
Yeah, I got UCLA covering the 16-point spread. I had UCLA winning by about 18. Um, look, Fickle hasn't really proven anything to me yet. They're, they just seem like a team that's going to get a little more talented, but he's never going to coach them beyond, you know, his abilities, which aren't that great. Really tough on a first-year coach. Really tough. I mean, the second-year coach. coach, really, he had Ohio State and managed to narrow, almost miss a bowl despite having a coach that before him won a national championship and after him immediately won a national championship. So Luke Fickle, sorry, I want to love you, but you're a piece of shit so far. (laughs) Um, Chip Kelly, on the other hand, uh, knocked on the door on two national championships. He's coming into a a talented roster. The coaching experience is there, an advantage. The uh, talent advantage is there. The home field advantage is there. UCLA is going to get this done. All right, we differ again. Okay, next is uh, at Daddy Bishop 5. Which do you think is more likely, WVU winning the Big 12 or or Will Greer winning the Heisman? Uh, West Virginia winning the Big 12, I don't think is a real possibility. I know that they're getting a ton of hype. I just think too many good teams in that conference, they're going to lose a bunch of those games. I think Will Greer is a much better shot at winning the Heisman. I mean, they can go, they could go nine and three, and Will Greer could win the Heisman. Yeah, putting up monster numbers. Yeah, but you're telling me with Oklahoma, TCU, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, Texas. Yeah. Also, they play at a conference: Tennessee, NC State. Yeah, come on, come on. West Virginia is not the type of team that, like, you know, they have to get up for those big games. When every week there's a pretty, pretty big test, they're going to drop some of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't even mention Texas Tech and Kansas State that could beat you, or even Baylor. Right. Roll in year two, I think they, they they could even be a trap game. Yeah, a nine and three record and a forty five hundred passing yard season in Holgerson's system, and a, yeah, maybe a flip into the end zone here or there for Greer. Yeah, that's a Heisman season if someone else doesn't show up. You yeah, know? I think that could be a Heisman season. So I, I, we both agree here, right? Yeah, although it's not completely out of the question that West Virginia make a run at it. Yeah, I got them finishing like fourth, I want to say. Fourth or fifth. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I got them somewhere around. A couple games out of it, but I just can't. Like in Oklahoma, like the fact that Oklahoma comes to West Virginia at the end of the season, if West Virginia is in position to pull that upset, then that magic could happen. But other than that situation, you know. Yeah, well, that's one where you could really win the Heisman then if he. Oh, if he showed up and like, oh, man. Scorches. What if Oklahoma's top like three or two or three or something? Knocks him out of the playoff or the invitational. The invitation. There we go. Next up is uh wager slash major. Uh, speaking of which, my dog major major mud is my dog's name. Uh, not has that, calmed down. He has calmed down. He's not up in our face right now. I don't have to karate chop him out of the way. <laughs> uh, I got a great, I got a great little animal here. And at the end of the show, major is going to pick a few games. All right. We're just going to test to see if we're just full of shit. And this dog knows more about it. And an sports idiot than dog. Yeah. Well, he look. It's a sports. It's a, it's a sports household. Yeah. Major Mud watches just as much football as I watch. That's true. You know what I mean. A dog's intuition. Exactly. You know. And they know. They know. Uh, but anyway, uh, that's coming up later in the show. But at wager underscore major says, is Wyoming gonna beat Wazoo, or is that an overreaction from what we saw on Saturday? Oh, man, this is, in my opinion, I think I have this as the third or fourth hardest game to project of week one. Uh, I'll put it like this. I took the three points in Wyoming because 
I like Wyoming's fans show up first off. That place gets lively. And Wazoo went through a really tough offseason. You know, they lost a lot of players to the pros or graduation. Leach uh, allegedly left for Tennessee, then came back. They also had a, their backup quarterback, who was going to be their starter, uh, commit suicide. And they brought in an East Carolina transfer and Gardner Minshaw to be their starting quarterback. And I'm a Leach guy. I'm a big Leach guy. Pat knows that. And uh, I do think Wyoming has a good defense for... I mean, Wyoming, they say preseason top 10 defense. They looked great against New Mexico State. Now, I know that's just New Mexico State, but where they looked great to me especially was in the defensive backfield. Hmm. Where it's important exactly for this if you're game. playing for against Washington State. So I don't know that they're going to flat out win. Uh, but, but I took the three points. I took the three points in, in, in Wyoming. They're at home. They have a physical, physical offense approach. Uh, so, so, so sure. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, do the Wyoming thing. Look, uh, when I pulled the trigger and kind of, this is what I was doing earlier is I was just going game to game without looking at the spread and predicting the score. I think I had, uh, Wazoo g- going in and winning that game by five, yeah. um, on the road. But look, I'm not at all confident in that. Like, Wyoming could easily, with the defensive effort they've shown, everything that Colby just mentioned about the tumultuous offseason for Wazoo, Wyoming can win that game. The the only scary thing to me is Wyoming quarterback, they should have beaten New Mexico State by more. He missed on on about five or six really open targets. And uh, what what, what I say what scares me there is if if he was to get intercepted a few of those times, that that could be game over. Right. Because they do not have the type of offense that could battle back from down... 21 points or something. Hmm. They're smash mouth football on offense, defense. They, they play great defense, but I, I, that, that scares me a little bit because I thought they were kind of, if anything, thought Bowl was very conservative on his, his throws using the quarterback. And then once, I, once he did kind of open it up, the guy was pretty inaccurate on his downfield passing. Yeah, a lot of it is going to kind of depend on uh, what Leach is able to do. If he can open that up, yeah, it might not be something that uh, Wazoo can... Uh, surmount a comeback on but um yeah there's just it, there's a lot of question marks around this game i wouldn't say wyoming is going to win i uh, wouldn't bet the money line on that one yeah. but uh but you would you would take the three no you t- you went wazoo actually. i think uh, wazoo but it, it wouldn't at all surprise me if wyoming covered that game yeah it's one of the harder games to pick okay moving along we got a few more here at b underscore ren pasture is what do you think about the under in the Coastal Carolina and South Carolina game? The field got tore up by the Jay-Z concert. Do you think it will slow them down? Uh, I, I, well, let me pull up the under on this because I was look, I see the spread at 30. Um, what is the over-under on this game? Um, hang on. First, I'll tell you this. I don't think it should slow them down because I, I mean, there's a big talent, uh, different, you know, discrepancy. Yeah, discrepancy here on 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 this. And I like Coastal Carolina. They're bringing their their head coach back, but at the same time, I mean, come on, South Carolina's projected top fifteen, top twenty team. This is the cockfest. Can't find this fucking. Uh, we, we have the okay. Fifty seven is the total. Uh, I have it. I mean, look, I took Coastal Carolina plus the 30. I don't like it. I took it because it's 30 points. 
and it's in it, it's an in-state. I think, I think you know there could be a chip on the shoulder of some of these players saying you didn't, they didn't recruit you. You're not good enough. You're a piece of shit, and they're not going to be good enough. But I wouldn't be surprised if they played up just a tiny bit. And South Carolina is a defensive team. Yeah. You know? Jake Bentley should be better though. I it's mean, it's a huge fucking spread. I'm thinking, I'm thinking South Carolina something like 35, Coastal Carolina 17 or 13. Yeah, I think you know? closer to 35, 13, maybe yeah. even 35, 10. Yeah, but exactly. But to get to a 30 exactly. point spread for a team that's defensive. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, to answer especially against a, de- a decent uh, Santa Clear's squad. Yeah, uh, I mean, look, and they had their, their coach last year was uh, was out all year with some heart problems. He's a proven great coach at the FCS level. Got a Fresno State transfer at quarterback, uh, Boston College transfer at running back. So there's some talent on this team. So I, I, yeah, I think you play the under here as well. I mean, watch, watch South Carolina just light them up. Right. Um, but I don't like this game either. I think it's a game that I, I try to stay away from gambling. Like I said, I, I took Coastal Carolina, but uh, I don't feel amazing about that. Uh, next up is at Four Falls of Buffalo, mm-hmm. which fade the public bet. Embrace it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> which fade the public bet do you like most of week one? Hmm. That is a tricky question because where is the money coming in? Uh, looking at some of these lines that changed. Uh, I don't. I mean, that's a which which one comes to mind first? I will say. People seem to be riding on App State. I mean, uh, on Penn State. That yeah, line, that's the that first line one that was at like at 22. I, th- I, th- I think it might have even been at 21 at one point, and it jumped up to, uh, I think it's at 24 currently. Yep. Uh, I know that's not that drastic, but uh, oh wow, I see that Washington State one is down to, down to one. By the way. Wow. I had it at minus three. Uh, you know, when I wrote the sheet yesterday. It's down to one, so that one, uh, that one, that one's pretty solid. Um, what else am I looking at here? Where this, the lines have gone drastically. The Texas one went up. The how about this one? The UCLA one's down to fifteen. Um, I'll tell you the one that I like most. I'm gonna say, dang, Nebraska went up to twenty six. Hmm. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and say, I'll go ahead and say the. I'm, I guess I'll go with the. I don't feel good about the line. I'm gonna go App State. Just give me App State plus the points. I mean, 24 points. Yeah. You know, uh, in, in State College, I don't care. I mean, Penn State lost a ton of players defensively. They're only returning, I think, three starters. App State's a proven team. Look, even though they lost their quarterback and stuff, their backup quarterback, supposedly is a better thrower. You know what I mean? And and this team, it they've been good for a long time, and there's a reason why. They, they, they got talent on this team. They got Kansas State transfers at wide out, two of them, and, and they just have a good team. They, I expect them to be in this game. For, you know, it's not going to be 51 nothing. I don't think. That's a massive you know? spread. Uh, App State is not the type of team. These, these ground and pound teams, these tough teams, are not the t- type of teams that uh, suffer too much from going on the road, especially on a relatively short kind of East Coast trip. I mean, look, and they went into Georgia last year, and I know that Georgia still beat them pretty bad, but if, if memory serves me correct, I don't have this in front of me, but I think it was 31-10 last year. Mm. So they co- they would have even covered against a team that, that 
arguably should have won the national championship. Right. Or should have won the invitational championship. Right. Um, Georgia was the best team in the nation last year. Central Florida was the best well, team Central in the nation. Florida, but, that's true. Uh, but yes. So, so. <laughs> nice uh, pull. Nice pull. Uh, my, my point is that App State in the 24, I, I, I would say that would be my, my, my favorite one right there. So it looks like the money's going on Penn State there. Okay. Next question. We're getting to the bottom here. At welcome to UAB. Love that name. Mm-hmm. How deep does Western Kentucky get their shit pushed in <laughs> against <laughs> Wisconsin? I love this shit. Shit, shit pushed they in. Get that shit pushed in. How, how deep? Pretty deep. Well, you have Western Kentucky covering, if memory serves me correct. By a hair. Yeah. The spread now is at 35 and a half. I still got Wisconsin covering. I'm looking at something. I think we're going to get 55 to 10. I had 44 to 10. So you were 11 so, points. Uh, my, uh, my, my faith in Hornerbrook's just a little bit, little bit more. They could. I mean, they could just, just run through them like a hot knife through warm butter. If that's the phrase. I think it is, buddy. Either way, they are going to pound them straight up the ass. But uh, I think, you know, maybe Hornybrook isn't the kind of guy that puts up 50. I think they're like a high 40s team in this particular situation. I'm thinking 44 to 10. There we go. So he's going with Western Kentucky. I'm going with Wisconsin. There you go. Next question is from at underscore bookie insider underscore. How about... Minnesota against New Mexico State. So it's New Mexico State at Minnesota tipping tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, Minnesota, 20-point favorite. Seems heavy to me. Uh, Look, I thought New Mexico State's defense played fantastic against uh, uh, Wyoming considering the fact they lost 29-7. to However, their offense looked light years away from from very good. And uh, this is a road game. Coming in, look, I know uh, Minnesota starting a true freshman quarterback, but I, I think the talent level still pretty drastic. I'm going with Minnesota minus the 20 because that quarterback and that offense just looked bad to me. Uh, I think, once again, Pat is differing from me. Pat's taking Buddy, where's yeah, this, like, yeah, we're, that's the theme of this episode, clip. right? Yeah. yeah uh, again, Minnesota just doesn't strike me as the type of team that blows out teams. Um, now, year two under our boy Fleck, I think they're going to continue to improve. The more I think about this, dude, I don't want to give him the credit that I think he deserves, but he's he's done everything you want from a coach that's building something special. Yeah, 13-1 and one at Western, or Western Kentucky, Western Michigan. He's just got you that know? potential. He's yeah. got that organization. That Row Nick, the boat. Row right, the boat. That Nick Saban level of fucking micromanagement that like you need to take it to the next level, so... You know what else is taking it to the next level, Pat? What is that? Odd Shark. The college experience is brought to you by Odd Shark. So head over to oddshark.com to find free picks from their supercomputer and their expert writing staff, as well as betting and stats and trends that simply you will not find anywhere else. Follow them on Twitter at Odd Shark and visit them at www.oddshark.com. Woo! Okay. So but you're to going. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, sorry. Uh, yeah, Minnesota, prove it to me. Prove you can blow people out. You're going, you're riding with the Aggies of New Mexico State. That's right. Plus the 20. All right. I wish you luck. Yeah, I'm not sure about that one, so I'm going to put your money on that one. All right, next one is from at uh, Air Bear for Life. I'm assuming that's pronounced Air Bear, A-A-R. 
which would you feel most confident in? I'm assuming this guy's doing a teaser and looking to uh, to to find his third team for his teaser or second team for his teaser, whatever it may be. Uh, which one do I feel most confident? He's got Marshall minus one, Wyoming plus one and a half. So these aren't the spreads. This is what the T's would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, North Texas minus four and a half. Out of those three, I like Marshall minus one because yep. I think Marshall's better than Miami, Ohio. Yep. Uh, so that's be the one that we would both go with. We agree. There we go. We finally agree on something. There it is. Okay. Next up is at Black Mamba or Mamba Mamba Key, twenty two, Kentucky. Black Mamba KY. Oh uh, yeah. There we go. There we go. Kentucky or Central Michigan. I, I I don't know if he's just saying straight up, or I'm assuming he's meaning Central Michigan seventeen point dogs in this. I like Central Michigan in the points. Seventeen points. A lot of points. I think my brother locked it up. I said one of his locks of the week. Boom. I think Patty C might have been, but we'll we'll get to Did that. I we'll get that. we'll get to that later. All we'll right. get to it later. Uh look, Kentucky's got uh, I think I'm pretty high on Kentucky. I mean, I, I think I higher than I am. Yes. That's for sure. But Central Michigan, they haven't they've been to a bowl game for what, seven or eight straight years. They got that stud running back coming back, Jonathan Ward. Uh, now they are breaking in a lot of, a lot of new starters on the defensive side of the ball, but I mean, come on, 17 points, Kentucky. I I think it, you got to go with the points. That's right. No brainer to go with the points. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This ain't basketball. There we go. All right. Next up at 40 pod says, I want to double my bankroll money management. Be damned. What is the one bet I should make? <sighs> my number one bet is. Ah oh, man, I keep going back and forth. It's either Colorado against Colorado State. Colorado State looked awful to me. I know, look, I'm a Colorado fan, so you might want to take a grain, take us with a grain of salt, but the line's at eight. I think Colorado's going to destroy them. I liked it better when it was at seven, obviously, but uh, I mean, Colorado State looked terrible to me last week. So the other one I like is Houston against Rice. They're at Rice, but Rice plays in Houston. So more fans are going to be there that are Houston fans. This, the line's at like 25, I think, at the moment, or 25 and a half. But Rice needed a field goal with five seconds left to beat Prairie View A&M, and I just see Kendall Bryles and that new offense coming in, lighting up Rice, Ed Oliver just destroying that offensive line of Rice. And uh, those well, that's that's probably my second favorite play. Actually, you know what? Virginia Tech is getting seven and a half. I like that a lot. Mm. I don't think they lose by by two scores. That's one of my the games I like more. That's such a narrow spread, though, to be. Seven and a half? I mean, if it was like six and a half, I would feel worse. It was like know? twenty. What? Then I would, well, I mean, giving Florida State a lot of. Oh uh, no, credit. I'm saying yeah. if I'm gonna bet, like, make it my most confident bet, you know. I I I did lock it up, Pat. As as if you listen to I the sports gambling too. podcast, I put it as one of my locks of the week. So, uh, so yeah, so I I think one of those right there that I told you, uh, you know, I I said Colorado on the uh, gambling podcast. I'll do it again, Colorado. Minus the eight or seven and a um, half, whatever it is. And enough of the offseason listening to Colby. And I think he's absolutely right. My number one lock, App State, is not going to lose to Penn State by 24 points. There we go. Get the fuck out of here. It is a tough place to play, though. I will say that. Oh, get the fuck out of <laughs> here. <laughs> okay, uh, next up. From Teflon John 305, Syracuse minus six at Western Michigan. Like the orange here, but not sure. Well, Teflon John, got something to tell you here. Me and Pat, I think we're going to disagree. 
Because I think if I had to side here, I would take the Western Michigan Broncos. Coming off a 6-6 to season, I like Tim Lester. I thought he did a decent job in that 6-6 to season. Lost some key pieces on defense to the supplemental draft and in uh, a transfer. But playing Syracuse playing at anywhere. Take a look at Syracuse's road <laughs> record the past couple of years. They've been atrocious on the road. One of the worst road teams in the nation. Until I see otherwise. I like Dino Babers. I think he's building something, but they're more dangerous in the dome. Certainly. I think Western Michigan is going to be there, and especially if you, you I think Western Michigan could win this game straight up. Mm. I'm, not saying that, I'm not saying they're going to, but I'm saying I would not be shocked if Western Michigan pulls this off. So give me the six points. Mm. And here is, you know, where I'm not going to strongly disagree, but when I picked this game in my head, I said 25 19. Syracuse versus Western Michigan. Yeah, which was a push. It's a push. I had to choose one. I guess I went Syracuse. Yeah, you're an ACC guy. So ACC bias, you know. Uh, fuck you, anyone who thinks I have a West Coast bias. I like the right. sunshine and yeah. the whores and <laughs> the, the ladies, sorry. Um, but that's about it. Um, so, but that said, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? Yeah, it's a t- that's a tough game. I'm excited to watch that one because I, I give it up for Syracuse playing a game in Kalamazoo. Uh very much so. All right, last and not least, at Damon W78, he goes, I need a pick. I'm looking at Oregon minus 31 and a half or Minnesota minus 20 and a half. I happen to like both, Damon, but if I had to pick one of those two, I like the Oregon one more because I think Bowling Green is dog shit. Mm-hmm. And Jim Levitt in year two of his defenses, historically, you can look at it, you can track it back to Kansas State. You can track it back to South Florida. You can look at Colorado year two when he was there. They turn a fucking corner in year two. So I think that defense is going to give that Bowling Green offense some... In, it's in Autzen, too. The fans are going to be going wild. They're going to lose by 50. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to agree with you on that one. Like I said, I'm not even confident that uh, Minnesota covers in the first place. I do think Oregon will cover, you know, the quarterback Herbert, was it? Justin Herbert Justin might, Herber- might be the top pick of the draft next might year. Might be the top. I did not realize he was 6'6 until recently, you know, that dude is a talent. Yeah. So he's going to be a beast. I think Oregon definitely covers against, uh, was it Bowling Green? We said, yeah, Bowling Green. Holy shit. Yeah. It's going to be a fucking demolition. All right. So now let's go to our locks, Pat. Lock it up. Lock it up. All right. I'll go one by one. I told, I mean, look, if you haven't listened to the gambling podcast, the sports gambling podcast, I was on Sean and Ryan's show. I will be continually on Sean and Ryan's show every week of the college football season probably the college basketball as well but uh i give my locks there so mine are already known but if you haven't i'm still going to tell you all right one of my locks is playing uh thursday august 30th and i got the two lane green wave plus six points what are you doing here buddy yeah i need to i'm i'm, I'm behind Look on the this. uh i'm catching up there you go I'm, I'm blowing colby out of the water the two lane green wave though yes i have them even though that that Wake Forest has got a month to prepare for that triple option. I got them. The Green Wave are going to turn the corner this year. Willie Fritz. Uh, Wake Forest is starting a true freshman quarterback because their starting quarterback has suspended the first three games. So I, I still like that playing Tulane. I've talked it all year. I got I got to walk it. You know what I mean? I Look, talked it all offseason. Colby's way higher on, on Tulane than I am, but I think I agree with them on this one. Tulane looks like a, a pretty good bet. Maybe I've just been listening too much of the database, but uh, <laughs> watch them get killed. Right? No, Wake Forest. Yeah, it just doesn't strike me as the team that kills people. So, if Tulane really is better, then I think that's a safe bet. Okay, so give me one of your locks. 
There we go. All right. First lock for Patty C83. You don't have to look any further than the alma mater. Oh, he's going there. <laughs> Speaking of uh September first, nine AM West Coast kick, noon kick if you're on the East Coast. That's right. The James Madison Dukes, ranked number two in the FCS, play I at mean, Raleigh, North Carolina, and the NC State Wolfpack. Let's be honest. We should be on a 28-game win streak right now. North Dakota State, credit to them. They beat us, but that was a fucking hell of a game, and we could have easily beaten them. Down on the goal line right at the end of the game. Couldn't get it done. The Bison. The Bison. Yeah. With a Z, even though it's an S. Um, <laughs> apparently. Um, JMU. I expect this game to be closer. The, than the line's at 13 and a half, I believe. I begrudgingly said this is going to be a nine-point win for NC State. My heart tells me JMU has a fighter's chance in this game. I think they're going to be in this game, too. NC State, look, I know Ryan Finley's still there, and I know he's going to be playing on Sundays. He's a legit quarterback. However, they lost a ton of pieces. Their whole defensive line. Now, I know Doran's been, been, been recruiting well, but JMU's got talent, man. Jamie has been and, stocking and that cover. So I, I think this is going to be a good game. I, I I take James Madison and the points. I don't know if your your uh, book or whatever you use to to to, uh, to to bet will have it. I did have to do some searching to find the uh, FCS lines, but uh, I think uh, by the time the game kicks, you should uh, right before it be able to get this bet in. I love JMU as well. I'm backing you up on this. Boom. All right, moving to my second pick, August thirty first. The Rocky Mountain Showdown. We Ooh. talked about this. Yeah, I got buddy. Colorado minus at the time of seven and a half. So when you see it on my spreadsheet, when we published the spreadsheet, uh, we made our picks a couple days ago. So I it was seven and a half then. I believe it's eight now, but I still like Colorado. It is a rivalry game. That's the only part that scares me. But uh, Mike Bobo's health still didn't look amazing. He was coaching from the press box last mm, week. Colorado State didn't do themselves. They did not look good. They favors. did come back in the second half though. Sure. But when you take into account who they were playing and, you know, since we don't have a huge amount of data to judge Hawaii by, we're still kind of judging them by last year's performance. They, not that impressive for Colorado State. Agreed. Not that impressive at all. So I am going with Colorado. I think you went Colorado State, though, with the points. Yeah, it was going to be close. It's right there in that range. I got Colorado winning that game, but I think, uh, you know, Colorado State, because of that rivalry factor, keeps it kind of close. Seven and a half. But... Colby, like I am a Dukes uh, homer. Colby's a Colorado homer. Take it with a grain of salt, but maybe Colby, maybe Colby's got a little magic up his sleeve. I've been, I've been, I've been studying. I've been studying on my buffs. All right. So give me your second lock, Pat. I will give you this. You were way ahead of the curve on the buffs, uh, making that Pac-12 title run. There we go, man. No one, there no one saw go. that coming. Would have beat Michigan that race. year in Michigan if if Lufau didn't get injured. Mm. Yeah, that's true. We were up when that happened. That is true. My second lock. We've already covered this one. Don't have to spend a ton of time on it. Oklahoma is going to bend Florida Atlantic over. This is Pac-12 annual champion or uh, Big, uh, 12. Big 12 <laughs> annual champion. It's the Pacifico talking. Yeah, you know, Pacifico, Pacific Pac. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Um, Big 12. Annual champion versus a fucking uh, what is it? Conference U no Conference they, USA. No, they're are they, yeah, Conference yeah. USA uh traditional champion, champion last traditional year. doormat yeah. though. It's gonna be twenty one is being very generous. They're gonna put them in their place. You know what, what they're doing? Saying. You know what they're doing? They're buying the Lane Kiffin 
hype. They're drinking the Lane Kevin Kool Aid. Someone shut this motherfucker up. You know who? You know who's the that? OC? Charlie Weiss's son. That fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I need to record that as a sound drop. Remember, right. I called him a fat fuck last time. <laughs> Uh, look, I went with Florida Atlantic in the points. However, I don't feel great about this, but, uh, Oklahoma is going to mop the floor. Okay. Right we're, so we're different on that one. Let's keep going. All right. So another one of my locks is the Houston, Houston Cougars at rice, which is also located in Houston. So I talked about this. I touched on this briefly Ed Oliver, best defensive player in the country going up against a rice offense that needed a last second field goal to beat Prairie view a and M. You might just need to line up at Oliver on defense and just forget the other 10 guys, and he might be able to beat this Al team. That's true. He's going to demolish. I, I, I just I feel so bad for the offensive lineman in Rice. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like right. They don't know what's coming. This brings me back real quick to my senior year in high school, running quarterback for the Hernan Hornets, right? Uh-huh. We're playing against the state champion, Centerville Wildcats. Our fucking, like we mentioned this before, my drunk athletic administrator um, or AD uh, scheduled the state champion on our homecoming. Good job. Thanks, yeah. Luke. Um, so they had Will Montgomery as their nose tackle of NFL yeah. uh, prominence for the better part of a decade going against our 165-pound center, and he picked him up literally every play and threw him at me. As soon as I would take the ball from under center, the center <laughs> would be thrown at me. And so this is what's going to happen. This is what's going to happen with that Oliver against Rice. <laughs> So. And, and, uh, and like, uh, uh, Art Bryles, or his, I'm sorry, his son, uh, Kendall Bryles is the OC now. I think, uh, Major Applewhite in year two at Houston is going to be much better. He still won seven games his first year. Uh, they got two, two quality quarterbacks. They got some transfers on offense and defense that, that from big schools like Baylor and, and Notre Dame. Uh, they're going to destroy Rice. I, I, it's 25. I don't care. It could be 28, could be 30. I still like Houston to destroy. It's going to get ugly. I agree with that. Especially because most of the crowd is going to be Houston fans. I agree with that. I don't know why I have fucking rice. I think I just picked a score yeah, there, yeah. you know, but you when can, I look it's at it. It's not too late to change it, but. Let's change it. Houston's it's not too gonna, late to change it. Houston is going to slap them. <laughs> okay. Okay, we agree on that, so give me your other lock here, buddy. All right, next lock on the list for old Patty C is Villanova at Temple. He's big on the FCS locks. That's what he's doing. He did JMU and now he's going to right. Villanova. But this one, this one, I got to agree. I'm just uh, more aware of the FCS as a JMU fan and like yeah. their capabilities. Well, Villanova historically. Well, yeah. Great FCS school. Great FCS school. Temple has kind of dropped off a little bit. 17 backyard and a, brawl. That's right. Little home, home field rivalry. Yeah. These are, these are basketball, like big time rivals. Yeah. So you, you yeah. better believe Nova who, is probably knocking on the door of a, a FBS invite any time now. Yeah. Um, especially with their basketball program. Yeah, especially when you consider Brian Westbrook from there, Howie Long. Oh yeah. From Villanova. Dude, they're a tough. Yeah. They're a tough out, and uh, you know it's not like they're going on a long long road trip. Hey, oh. Yep. <laughs> Seventeen and a half is a lot of fucking points. Give me the, I, I got the wild. I went. I went with the, even though I feel like Temple's improving, and I think Temple's going to be better than they were last year when they made a bowl. Yeah. I still think this is one of those games, like I said, there's that chip where you could say, hey, these motherfuckers were recruited and you weren't. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're on a D. And they're going to play FBS. up for that. Right. They're going to play up for that. And and Temple's the perfect team. Temple, I feel like, is a lot like Boston College. They don't really blow out a lot of teams. Yeah. So Temple's going to get the win, but the 17 and a half points, I'm all on board here on Villanova. Very generous. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, my next one, the Old Dominion. Old Dominion pet. Yeah, what are they? The, the uh, Monarchs. The Monarchs. That's are right. traveling to the Liberty Flames. Ooh. Don't forget my my Flames basketball team won a championship or two, buddy. <laughs> Several. All right. How yeah. many was I it? Think was we it won, I think we won. Was it three? I think we won. We played for three. I think we they won two. They were a true dynasty. Yeah. Oh, we got to go. Which shout, broke, out, bro- shout out to Chris. Sasher, right? <laughs> Chris Sasher. Uh, or CJ Cunningham. That's right. Yeah. Who was the uh you had Owens, right? No, no, no. Uh I had Owens on the, the middle mm. level. Okay, the magic. Colby and I yeah. actually let's yeah. let's let's share this little nugget with you guys. Uh we played on the same basketball team and we had just in seventh we, and eighth grade. Now yeah. seventh grade we went We had my brother as my coach <laughs> and we went winless. Who was a no, much no, did we win one? We went one and yeah, ten. We won one, but we, we had one and nine in the regular season. We had talent, man. <laughs> and then get killed. We in the were first pretty much place. like the uh, who's what's a sports comparison here? That's just like the the Trailblazers, or what's a team <laughs> that like has a ton of talent but sucks? <sighs> Gosh, like Tennessee, a... Tennessee under under uh, uh, Jones, under Butch Jones, right? Uh, and then the next year we got this complete redneck, like <laughs> uh, like complete redneck, like mullet, right? Like basically Joe Dirt. I got <laughs> Joe Dirt as our <laughs> basketball coach. And he and he and he he had the great. See, my brother overcoached us. We ran like right. a, a box and a diamond and one and stuff. Right. And uh, traps and stuff. Or well, Mark Owens was just like, "Hey, you guys got talent. You just just run scrimmage all go. practice every just time. Just go. Right. Right. And uh, and we won a championship. Yeah, we went just thirteen like and one and won the championship. Just like that. And the one we, loss was was bullshit because was bullshit. It was sudden death, sudden death, double overtime, overtime right. because of scheduling conflict. <laughs> right. Anyway, we, I know that we pulled the, a Scott Frost though. We went from, but we did it in one year. We yeah. went from one and ten to thirteen and one. And the one loss, I, I still don't honor as a loss, but uh, absolute horseshit. You know what that is, though? Magic. Yeah. Boom. That is. That's the name of our team. I don't think anyone cared about that. This is where they they turned that off. But anyway, okay. Uh, Old Dominion at Liberty, the Flames. Uh, Liberty's first game on the FBS level. Uh, Old Dominion won ten games two years ago. Last year, they struggled until the final four or five games of the year. Started a 17-year-old freshman. He's 18 now. He's ready to go. I got Old Dominion kicking some ass in Liberty. <laughs> uh, I think early in the um, series of previews, I think I had Liberty. Poten- I think you did. Potentially upsetting. And so I have to say that without any evidence whatsoever backing me up, other than the fact that I think there's a budding rivalry here between Liberty and Old Dominion, uh, I'm going to disagree with you, but is old dominion the way better team? Will they probably cover? Yes. But the flames, baby making it a rivalry right wow. off the bat. Wow. What a piece of shit. This guy's okay. What's your next lock? <laughs> next lock. Okay, guys. Look, this is going to be a damn good game. It's going to be a very close game, but there is just no chance that Auburn wins this game by two and a half points. I'm very confident, very confident that Washington beats Auburn straight up. I just have seen it too many times out of Peterson. I think I skipped one. Um, it's okay. But, we'll um, yeah, we'll get back next. to it. Yeah. yeah. Um, there you go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> we got next, Pat, like the <laughs> WNBA. Man. That's right. Very uh, convincing and great marketing there. Um uh, yeah, Washington's not going to lose to Auburn, and they're certainly not going to lose by two and a half. If anything, it's going to be a, a, a one-point loss. Um, lock that one up. There we go. There we go. I agree with them. I don't want to lock it up, but I feel pretty good about Washington. All right. 
My next one is the Virginia Tech Hokies. I think, do we both have the Virginia Tech Hokies? We do. So we can cover this at the same time. Uh, I just think seven and a half is too much. Taggart's breaking in a new system. Grant Swallow hasn't started a game in a year. Mm -hmm. Virginia Tech not getting any credit. Really, I think Bud Foster's enjoying relishing in that. Yeah. And uh, I think two scores. Seven and a half means two scores. You know what I mean? I mean, unless they go for two or something, I think it's a great number to have. If it was six and a half, I wouldn't feel nearly as good. I know it's in Tallahassee, but you know what? I I really like uh, the two scores there. Yeah, I agree. Francois, look, they're they're a different team with Francois, so there is the possibility. How possible. healthy is he? I don't know. Bud Foster's going to make him uncomfortable. I think. Certainly, certainly. Cam Akers, let me let me let me tell you this. I might eat my words real bad here, but at least from a professional football standpoint, Cam Akers has who's the Alabama Eddie Lacy. All over him. He's got Eddie Lacy written all over him. I don't even know if Eddie Lacy's still in the NFL. He was on the Seahawks for a brief amount of time last year and the Packers before that. Just like uh, a step too slow to be an NFL back. He's a nice power back with enough speed to like get by with a great offense. A lot of people are high on him though, man. I mean, he's a little faster than Eddie Lacy. I'll give him that. But like, yeah, I've seen it. I just, I I trust my eyes now. I think not that that's going to necessarily make a huge difference as it comes to Virginia Tech, who's typically uh, susceptible to some power running. But I think Virginia Tech's going to dial it up. I, mean, I don't have the Taggart, uh, confidence in Willie Taggart just yet. I think that uh, Justin um, Fuente yeah. is probably licking his chops, you know, ready to t- uh, tear up a defense after people are underestimating his quarterback development after uh, the quarterback play trailed off at the end of last year. I think that, yeah, it's a safe bet that Virginia Tech covers and possibly, like, if it wasn't for those defensive back injuries early and uh, all that crap that happened early in the summer, I was going to take Tech straight up in this game, you know? Wow, yeah. yeah now I, I got agree. Florida State yeah. by a point, two, three points at most. There you go. Uh, I agree. I agree. We both agree there. And you know what, you know what else I agree with? I agree with BetQL. Mm. The college experience is brought to you by BetQL. It's the only mobile app that gives you the best chance to beat Vegas. And the best part? BetQL is free to download from your Apple or Android device. So do us a favor and head over to BetQL and do yourself a favor and head over to BetQL.co to download the app today. Pat, your last pick before we get we get to this. Ooh. I think I had maybe uh uh oh two or three more. Okay. You got two. I forget what number. Let me one. rip through here. Yeah. I got UMass covering against Boston College. That's a lock. You're locking. That's that locking. Wow. Yeah. I don't. 18 points. I don't see Boston College putting a, putting away a team that put up 66. Uh, okay. Points well, last well week. if you're going for one, I'm going to rip one for you there. Rutgers minus 16 against Texas State. Can't argue that. I, I think I had Texas State covering, but you know that was one of those ones. Rutgers where I, defense going to give them hell. That's... I said the score. You know, made a guess, and then I found out that Texas State was covering, and I'm not confident. Ever betting that Texas State will cover anything, yeah. even against well, Rutgers? Rutgers didn't make my six pack uh, from the Sports Gambling Podcast, but it's another game that I like. Hit you with, the, hit me with the next one, Pat. Next one up was, I think USC is going to annihilate UNLV week one. Even with JT Daniels starting his first game, there's just way too much talent and a five star that you know gotten as much hype as Daniels. USC. Usually comes out and I, just I went scores with the UNLV, first three I, plays of the game. I went with UNLV because of Armani Rogers, big year for Tony Sanchez. I think they get the backdoor cover. They're getting blown out, but they get they get a garbage touchdown. Could be a couple minutes left. 
get the cover. I don't like that game, though. I'll be honest. I don't like that game. And, I don't know uh, if I love it. I don't know. If I had to pick a lock, that'd be on my lower end of locks. But I just, I get the feeling USC is just a much better, much, yeah, much, no, much they better are. team. They are. Um, last lock for me. Uh, Central, uh, Kentucky's not going to beat Central Michigan by 17. You agree? My brother locked this one up, too. Uh, Central Michigan plus 17 at Kentucky. Central Michigan, I mean, a couple of years ago, they went into Stillwater and won. You yeah. know what I mean? Right. Good team. Kentucky, not a great team. Um, it's a lot of points. I agree. It's a lot of points. I think, and I'm high on Kentucky this year, and I still am going with Central Michigan in the points. But uh, yeah, I think that's a solid pick. All, All right. Okay. So I'll have you know before we break this down, we got Major Mud in studio. Before we get there, guys, every Sunday, except this Sunday, let me try to break down the schedule for you. At the College Experience, we will be doing our invitational top 25 every year. No preseason top 25. None of that bullshit that gets shoved down your throat right from the season to start that taints college football. In my opinion, we're going to do it. And this week we're going to start on Monday after the Virginia tech Florida state game, because it's labor day and because it's a three day weekend, we're going to do it on Monday, but the normal schedule will be Sunday night. I will release the real top 25. No bullshit added in. None of this nonsense homers to eat to, to sec play or, or ACC play, whatever it is, none of this overrating Notre Dame or, or underrating, uh, you know, a, a team like Boise state, we're going to break it down the way it should be done in my opinion. And listen, you know, not to, not to fuck this whole segment up here, but I saw ESPN or one of these like uh, segments just, or one of these sports networks doing something similar just recently this year, you know, for a fact, these motherfuckers are still putting their little bias on it. Oh yeah. Okay. This I mean, is as look, raw as it comes right here. Exactly. And the preseason ranking is retarded. It's absolutely retarded. It's, uh, I couldn't be more against it. Um, but we're going to break that in just to get you knowing the schedule. And then, then we'll later in the week break down the, the future schedule for the upcoming week. That will come in on Wednesdays. But on Sundays, just know we're going to di- dial in. And it will be this Monday for a Labor Day special. We will release our top 25 teams. Dantabase style. Fuck the critics. <laughs> uh, all right. It's time for... So we got three top 25 games. I got a dog in studio, Major Mud. Major Mud is an exciting, beautiful, purebred. Not really purebred, actually. He's half husky, half German shepherd pet, from what I was told. He is a beautiful dog. Uh, let's, Big ass ears. Let's line up the first game. So take two of these. All right. All right. Left side is Auburn. Right side is Washington. Uh, 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 he's going for Washington. Major Mud goes with Washington. Let me write it in. All righty. And the next one is LSU in Miami in, in beautiful Arlington, Jerry's world. Switch the location since Mud is now over there sniffing around still. Switch the locations. Uh, yeah. Do it down the hallway. All right. Okay. Just place him and let's see. All right. And he's going to Miami. He's dude. He's listening to us. What the hell's going on? Uh, okay. And last but not least, Virginia tech and Florida state. You going to, are you going to go with the Hokies? Are you going with the Seminoles? I think. 
And he goes to the Seminoles. Wow. All right. Major Mud has made his picks. If he's better than us at the end of the year, I'm going to pretty much sell him for $100. Not even. I'm we'll gonna, put him on here. Yes, I'll put him on here with the headphones. He'll talk to us. He's loving these fucking games with these dog treats, these smoked chicken jerky treats, Pat. All right. This is the college experience. His name is Patty C. You can find him on Twitter at Patty C831. You can find me at the Colby D on Twitter. We are available at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on iTunes and on Twitter. It's at SGP Network. And guys, please leave us some positive reviews or just reviews in general. If you don't like me, tell them, hey, Colby fucking sucks. He's a scumbag. You know, iTunes, Stitcher. Any of these things. Twitter. You can tweet us a nice little review. We'll, we'll, we'll share it. Thank you. This is week one. We're going to get better with this. I'm going to get a soundboard coming. I already bought the darn thing. I just got to oh, figure boy. out how to work it. Soundboard's coming. Guys, thank you for signing on. I can't wait. The season is here. Enjoy it. Be safe this weekend. Go get fucked up. Make some dumb decisions just like the college experience years. All right? College experience signing up. Hey-oh. Hey-oh. Peace.